Hello and welcome to the final episode of NCP. No! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Have you got it? No. No. <laughs> uh, that's right, folks. It is indeed episode 200. Uh, and uh, to celebrate it and reach it at such a pinnacle a number of episodes, I decided to end it all. Not the show. <laughs> well, my first thought, my first thought was, was the obvious. But that's, thought, it, that, no. that's it. I've got nothing to live for now that <laughs> NCP is coming to an end. The less drastic option was, of course, to end the show itself. <laughs> um, so... The show, even though the NCP as an entity on its own is uh, is coming to an end, um, uh, Multiverse Inc. as a company will continue on with some other projects as as well as as well as being part of Under Undercast Network. Um, so it's not all drastic. I mean, uh, Film Flames will continue on with with, with uh, Yan Bo and um, and uh, yeah. and we've got some and other projects as well, including I, I hope to be a guest on Bo's new Lost show at some point. That'd be pretty cool. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've just been slapped in the face. It's because he, he, he knows what David's going to say. <laughs> one of my favourite bits is uh, one of our very last Azerothian times we were talking about the Warcraft movie. Yeah. And, uh, and Bo couldn't help himself. He had to bring Lost up. He just can't help <laughs> And uh, And... Uh, and I said, because uh, he's like, you can't change the past. I'm like, but Bo, if you can't change the past, if you're all dead. And his reaction was just like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, Bo, you brought that on yourself. <laughs> anyway. But, but, while we've got time, why don't we just spend the entire episode talking about Lost? No. Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. This sounds like the best. <laughs> Simple. Like I'm, ever. I'm, I'm a fan, Bo, so I'm with you on this one, man. There you go. Um, I've got about dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> dozens, that's right. There's at least ten of us that stayed right to the final episode. <laughs> you know, like sit around and, and at least half those people liked the final episode. Right. And those of us who and those of us who dipped in for the couple of episodes in season one and then watched the last episode of the very last season and went I've missed nothing. <laughs> oh! Those, those are the people that think they were dead the whole time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly those, right. Yeah. No, those are the people who don't care. <laughs> the people that got it wrong. Anyway, we've got about this all completely wonky. Yes, we have. <laughs> which, is, which is what I wanted. I wanted this episode to be fast and loose. Your instructions were uh, be fast and loose. Yes, fast and like loose. Like your and, pants. And let it all hang out, is what I said. Like your pants. Um, I actually haven't even done the introductions. So no, for the final, it. For the final time, the introductions, I've got the full crew here. Uh, my name is David, I am your host, and uh, with me are the, the full crew, Crystal. All the flavours. All the flavours of the crew, I actually have that there! <laughs> All the available flavours of the crew. Oh dear God. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Crystal. Hello. <laughs> Luke. So, there seems to be this unwritten um, rule in uh, hack work, and when I say hack work, you know, we're talking about written stuff by hack writers or hack directors. Um, where if you've got an interesting character, the the the, 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 the number one rule seems to be you've got to actually kill them off, um, either quickly or at some point during the the course of the story. I refer you to um, Warcraft the movie, which I saw yesterday, um, in which oh, this is the introductions. I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen it yet, Luke. Spoilers. Um, 
Okay, there really is not much for you to spoil, and given that I don't think you're actually going to see the film anyway. I am. She is. Going to see are? it on We're Friday. next weekend. You haven't seen it yet. Have you I've seen it. Oh. I've seen it twice. Have you considered <laughs> just sitting next to Dave for 27 hours straight whilst he's playing World of Warcraft? People, this is the introductions. <laughs> are you seriously going to go do a Warcraft review right now? Fast and loose. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I've got to put a, now that I've got to, you know, gag myself because there's an apparent <laughs> spoiler warning on what I was going to say. Oh no! <laughs> and Richard <laughs> and Bo, don't forget Bo. Oh, well, have, well, I'll we get, get to Bo in a second. Why not? Because anyway, and Richard. So that sounds like it's the end of everything. No, no. Save it, the best trust for me, last. I've got it all written down. <laughs> You've got it all written down. This so, fast, this fast and Richard. This fast and loose oh. thing's not working out. <laughs> That's too fast and loose. Now that's I'm it. confused. That's it. You've done your bit now. Right. And last but definitely not least. <laughs> hey, hang on a second. That's all good. <laughs> all the way from America. Southern America, I need to point out. Yo, Bo! How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you've done it. You've opened up a can of worms now. So yep. it, you've, you've interrupted the flow. But I like it. Fast mm-hmm. and loose. Warcraft. Yep. What'd you think? Awful. Okay. <laughs> he also didn't like The Force Awakens, so I don't lose any. No, 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 no. Uh, as in, I think you, Crystal, will actually sit there and get bored for quite a lot of it. I'm actually surprised that you actually want to see it. I like fantasy. I like fantasy as well. And part of the reason I went and saw it was because, you know, it, it's fantasy, and I'm a big fan of, you know, Lord of the Rings, and I like Duncan Jones, the director, and I came away thinking that really he should stick to low budget science fiction films that rely on, you know, um, a couple of really good performances. Uh, he's, he's, his dad. His dad passed away, so maybe he was just not feeling it at that when he was like editing it together or something. Because this isn't actually all that well made, <laughs> Bo. That's all. It's not well written. On a certain level, I definitely agree. I don't think it's a perfect movie. I don't think it's. I don't even think it's close to being a perfect movie. But I think it's a movie made for a very specific audience, and I think that that audience gets it. And it's kind of a shame that the movie came out in theaters instead of just like straight to Blu-ray or something, because. I think so many people are going to see this movie. The movie is not really designed for them. Ooh, I don't know that's... about that. See, the problem, my problem with that, I, it, it, when you say the movie, it's not designed for a certain amount of people. I actually played the original Warcraft back in the mid-90s, um, to which I think this actually owes more to than, say, World of Warcraft, because it doesn't it seem... is No, it is based on the first war. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's, so I actually came into this knowing full well what the situation was, because, um, you know, I had played it and quite a big fan of... No, he's not saying he's not just he's not just saying that it's it's made for people who understand the law. He's mm. saying it's made for people who are yeah, fans yeah. of the law. Well, and you are not. And, so just playing also, the game doesn't mean you're a fan of the law. Also, the the story is the story is based on that, but the world is definitely based on World of Warcraft. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is kind of strange. I mean, they definitely <laughs> made the game in like they wanted people to see, you know, Stormwind as it sits in the game today, hmm. uh, Goldshire and Dalaran as it sits in the game today. Not necessarily, you know, lore-wise, Dalaran shouldn't be floating. Yeah. But they wanted that's... players of the game to yeah, see but it that's, the way. Yeah, but that's just pretty world-building, though. What I'm talking about, though, more specifically, really is the um, the story that they told. Hmm. Um, you know, it, in in a lot of senses, it's a very conventional um, fantasy story. But my problem was that I actually cared about the orcs. <laughs> What? I thought there was yeah. some more some more character and emotional investment but in the But then how orcs. can you rate it as awful then? If you actually cared about some characters, then that means the film worked on some level. It, it, it's that it's that, that thing that Richo good though. It's that it doesn't thing, mean it's no, awful. No, 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 no. It's the thing that Richo quite states. You know, it stops it from being, say, a zero 
um, Luke rating. Oh, yeah. It's that one. <laughs> it's it's that thing that gives it you know mm. a half or a one. Okay, well I'm but, happy with that. One Luke, one Luke from you mm. is, it, uh, is is a fine rating of five. Or the human characters, um, uh, totally devoid of any emotional connection um, yeah. at all. They, they just seem to follow. It doesn't help that they haven't cast very well. The guy from Vikings actually can't act. He's you actually old. haven't seen anything Bo hasn't already said. Uh, Fun, funnily enough, this is actually I'm yeah, actually this quite fascinating. Much agreeing with yeah, Bo. You, you've actually you're. I mean, it's, I mean, I'll let Bo ju- jump in. Uh, I'll just put it off the Kenya on him. But it's like, but he actually said everything you said. Yeah. But still liked it because he's a Warcraft fan, and that's what he's saying. It's made for Warcraft fans. That is a lot of money mm. to spend on a niche market, though. Yeah. Like, but they've got, they've got the money. It's their money. They can spend it whatever they want. I, but uh, but you're trying to make a, a profit mm. from this film. They've made a profit mm. in China. Yes, the <laughs> film's been a massive bomb everywhere else but, but doesn't, China. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter if it's a massive profit in Peru. It's as long as it's a massive profit. Yeah, they can. They that's can all spend they care about. Here, mm. man. So you don't have to spend it in China. It's still a success. It's still. A, I'm not saying it's not a. It has been a success. Transformers was a success. I don't. I use that like as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I all, think, all five Transformers think, films have made lots of money. But that but doesn't my, mean they're my, good. But my, my question to that is: is that is is being the Warcraft fan excusing its? Yes. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We, so <laughs> you, that's what that's what we're saying. Yeah, we're, not, then, we're not. We're not disagreeing with you. No. No. But then my comment is so. How do you then find the line between if you enjoy if you enjoy this as a Warcraft fan, yeah, um, and you and, and you know you, you enjoy seeing the world come to life and you think it's a good movie and you actually think it's a good movie because of that? I'm not going to argue that point because that's a per, that's a subjective thing. But if you're knowing that thinking that you know this is bad, yeah. but still think it's a good film because you're a Warcraft fan, right? Is there any sort of way to sort of Disconnect uh, the two and actually. I think. I think. I think. I think. Bo has this. He's the nail on the head with this. Yeah. So, I'll, so I'll let him respond. I uh, I don't know what David's wanting me to say. But oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just make some stuff I mean, up, man. To me, to me, this thing. is the Warcraft version of the superhero movie. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of Civil War. The story of Civil War is completely different than the story that's in the comics. You know, it's totally made just so that people get to see the characters fight against each other and that they can sell action figures. It was never going to be Shawshank Redemption. And the fact that we thought and criticized it, the fact that we criticized it as if it were an art, you know, an art piece and not just a movie that's there to sell action figures, is kind of gullible of us. And I think Warcraft kind of fits in that same vein. It's a movie just to get the players of the game excited and to keep playing the game. And for that, I loved it. But my, my response to that is that, that I was entertained at several points by, by Civil War. Yeah, but it's still he's still not on the same level as the Shawshank Redemption. It's, 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 I, it's I had that, yeah, but I'm not expect. I didn't yeah, go into yeah. Warcraft expecting Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. I was, I, I just wanted you know a a big dumb, you know, but still uh, entertaining and reasonably well made, yeah. um, uh, action adventure flick. And I still and I didn't get that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting high art from Warcraft. Um, I wanted entertainment, and I didn't get entertainment. Okay. Yeah, and I think what I meant by they're making it for the 20 million people that have played the game over the years and that are interested in the genre. I don't necessarily, while that is 20 million people, I don't think that necessarily represents like the cinema audience as a whole. No. Cool. I think we're actually all in agreement, mm. which I think is quite interesting about how passionate that was. Like I said, on its own, though, devoid of your relationship to it as a game. It's impossible what? to do that. 
You can't yeah, do the that. Game, the movie is terrible. It, <laughs> yeah. It, the, the reason no. the reason why you like the movie is because you like you know I like seeing Iron Forge. I like seeing yeah. Medivh. I like seeing uh, you know the the dark portal open. And those are actually the problems with the movie. You know, David pointed <laughs> this out in our review. The problem with the movie is that there was no reason for them to go to Iron Forge or for them to go to Goldshire. <laughs> it's totally just shoehorned in there just for oh, the people no. that play the game. Yeah. And, it, and it it those. Those like shoehorns and like weird, you know, cuts to like a million different places. That's that was like a huge distraction and a big reason why people didn't like the movie. But um, it's also the only reason that most fans like the movie. So it's kind of <laughs> a weird. It's like a double-edged sword of, of it some is. weird way. Yeah, so they're, they're trying to cater to, trying to, hate, cater to too many audiences. Yeah, the very work. reason to hate the movie, therefore, is the reason why you love it. Yeah, exactly. Between the two, if you want to know. Uh, what I really think, like um, a lot of people are, are saying that they're upset they changed the story, but I don't. I think that people are upset about something and they don't know how to articulate what it is. I don't think it's that they changed the story, but one thing that people have always said is that you're like allowed to change the story in things like comic book movies, but you're not allowed to change the characters. And the characters in the Warcraft movie are very different than the characters in the Warcraft game, mm. and I think that that's what people have a problem with. Because, like, Garona is not the Garona from the game, and she's, like, you know, basically the main character of the movie. And so I think I have a bigger problem, you know, with that change than I do with any of the minor story changes that they did. Yeah, I agree. That was the most jarring. Between the, between the two of you, you've got about 20 years Warcraft experience. <laughs> There's no way you could yeah. force the game from no, the movie. That, that's what I mean. That's what I, that's what I mean. It was impossible for it. Just, just, I just couldn't do it. Mm. Just can't be. I, I um, said from the beginning that no one should trust my judgment on this movie because as, as long as it's not Chris Metzen, like literally taking a dump on screen, then <laughs> I'll be okay with it. Like I'll love the movie no matter what. They just need to show me a, a orc breathing heavy in the cold and that that's enough for me yeah. that's all I ever needed to see. Dur- Duritan wearing <laughs> his wolf helmet was enough for, for everybody I, my, my, yeah. one sen- my sen- one sentence review is that it shouldn't have been made by a Warcraft fan I actually went it should have been made by someone like Del Toro <laughs> yeah, just, actually, any, basically anybody who yeah, doesn't actually right. love Warcraft as much as Duncan Jones obviously does would have done a better job but anyway it was, I still loved it for what it was wow that's a do round into a Warcraft review thing, which I thought I loved. I, I, I that was awesome. That. But it was not just a Warcraft, it was a movie review as well. It was, give, that was, that was great. I give Warcraft one look. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, and, you know, Juratan was the character who I actually, who I liked. Yeah, yeah he's good. And that's, that's, that's my, because I actually liked him. And I would have been happy not to deal with any humans at all. I'm with you. And just to get the Orcs perspective My two favourite scenes were the scenes with, with Juratan and Draka. Mm. My two favourite scenes, for sure. Well, as, uh, that's, that pretty much uh, epitomizes uh, NCP. is <laughs> our passion for the things that we love. And hate. And our slightly lame segues to try and get things back on track. <laughs> I'm the master of the lame segue. Yeah. <laughs> so true. All right, let's, uh, let's throw out some... After, after, that, after that passion, let's throw out some of the, uh, the quite boring statistical type stuff. That, uh, but I love them. I don't care. I'm a boring person at heart. You throw out those statistics with passion. With, pa- oh, with passion? With the NCB passion. Our first episode, episode zero, because you have to submit an episode to uh, iTunes for approval. I didn't want that to be episode one, so mm. if I made it as episode zero. That the was zero. my genius. The zeroth episode. The zeroth episode uh, was April 27, 2011. Dear God, have we been doing that for this long? Our final episode, 200, is uh, today, June 19, 2016. A little over seven years later. 
God damn. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, sorry. Five years. <laughs> you must be some kind of mathematician. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's going to come back to haunt me later. Yeah, yes, it is. One, two, right. five, three, my lord. <laughs> Stop it. Um, so it's uh, even though this is episode 200 our actual total episodes is 204 because we did um, some uh, two-parters most importantly our our famous Blade Runner two-parter episode which is still to this day our most downloaded episode do you remember in 2011 when you said you'd pay us for this I'm still waiting for my money. <laughs> I never said that at all. We might eventually I said get if, a cheeseburger. I said if, the, if, the show, if the show makes profit, I'll give you a Happy Meal, is what I said. <laughs> and I'm still waiting on that Happy Meal. Oh, look, look we'll go get one today. That's not. So, so you, mean, you mean you guys don't get paid? What? Hang on a second. <laughs> I pay Bo in love. Oh, that's beautiful. And Actually, I pay, I pay him by, by buying him x win miniatures stuff that he doesn't give a shit about just so I can play with him. So the Blade, <laughs> that's how, that's how I play. Blade Runner two-parter is our is our highest rated episode ever. To this day, the Blade Runner two-parter is Star Wars ones. I know, interesting. They, but they're not too far down the list. I think they were fifth. Okay. But Blade Runner is still, strangely enough, our most downloaded episode. But given that, you know, we devoted a, an entire episode to reviewing The Force Awakens. <laughs> I, what can I tell you? I don't know. It could be that we had a lot of passion for Blade Runner and everyone loved it. Yeah. Whereas we, the Force Awakens... Well, we had Awakens. a lot of passion for The Force Awakens, just the views. <laughs> it, was, it was just the everybody loves That's it bit. The point to, my, to my eternal shame and disappointment, our uh, 50th episode is not our most downloaded episode. But anyway. Oh, well, I remember that. <laughs> I'll travel through time. I'll travel through time. <laughs> oh, jeez. What, a, what a, a beautiful disaster that it was. It was and fun. I got to I use actually, my awesome vocal talents. That. What was that, Bo? Uh, I guess later on in the episode when we're doing our uh, favorite episodes, that yeah. was one of the ones I picked. Was that one? Oh, awesome. there, there, see, that's why I love it. <laughs> and I was, I was even on that one. <laughs> you weren't even on it. Did you? You'll be glad that you weren't. <laughs> it cut together okay, but with the recording, it was, holy crap! I thought I was going to have it out. It was very fun to record, though. Yeah, like to actually be involved yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, like, but you were in the same clothes. That's right. <laughs> that's brilliant. Our ad living acting. Oh, our acting ability. Oh, God given acting ability. Our shortest episode was 156 at 10 minutes, which was basically just me talking about how we're not doing an episode because we're sick. We all had the plague. Going <laughs> <laughs> out to death. Um, our second not shortest Jack. episode was the one that Luke was not on, where we where we reviewed. Uh, terrible. Guy. No, no, it was that was the you were you went on two of them, but there was one where we talked about mythology and cult, pop culture and. Oh, Immortals, and we reviewed Immortals. Immortals yeah. Oh, God, it'd be with shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our longest See, the episode. problem was that you weren't there <laughs> to do a massive tirade against Immortals. Because you would have. Because you would have. And that's why it was our shortest episode. It was yeah. our shortest episode. Awful yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> the Luke Free episode, I titled it. Uh, our Luke Free Zone. Our longest episode was 180 at 121 minutes. What are we talking about in that one? Uh, I actually can't remember. <laughs> yeah, the old green mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I should have written it down. I'll look it up. Uh, Crystal will look it up while we're doing it. Um, Use the interwebs. Now, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's actually, we uh, only ever submitted to iTunes officially. And I, I sort of dabbled with whatever the other one's called Podbay. Podmatic or some shit. Uh, Podmatic. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Podcast Pod, yeah, something like that. And I never, I never really pay much attention to it. But there's actually another, another website called Player FM. Yeah. They don't even ask you. They don't even ask you to submit. They just take it. <laughs> so yeah, that's, not, that's not surprising. And that's fine. I'm not going. I'm not. That's fine. But they actually, they were actually awesome because they list, they list all your episodes, what was on it. They give you the average length of each episode. 
You can have all the links to all of this and stuff. So I never paid a cent or even asked for permission for but, it. You know, and it's still bang they're on the air. And there's, awesome. a, there's one called Podbay which I go to. Yeah. Um, and we're on that. Cool. And awesome. I think I think that I think it's more like a almost like a search engine just for podcasts. So. Yeah. Well, I, I'm thinking that's yeah. what Player FM is yeah. all about. Yeah. What What happens is because uh, I do this with Podcast Addict, I actually helped a guy out with this at the con yesterday. Once someone subscribes to you on their app, it adds you to their database. Okay. Oh, there you go. Cool. All right, so episode 180 is now just being revealed to me was our one of our recasts, Boy Meets Girl, where we uh, um, oh, I gave yeah. everybody the genre, Boy Meets Girl, and then and they, they, they had to create a film, a film based around that, which was fun, fun, fun. All the recasts were fun. Um, and our From the Rack special, all new, all different Marvel. Oh we, yeah, we talked about all the new Marvel. That's right. Marvel all arts. new, all different Marvel, which is exactly the same. It's <laughs> changed. Um, there's a few new no, titles. No, no, no. Every everything you know is wrong, and nothing will ever be the same again. Except it was. Except it will be. <laughs> so it has to be. Otherwise, you can't sustain a long-term audience. But uh, I've been reading Civil War two, and goddamn, that's boring as crap. Um, well, Civil War one was boring as crap as well. So why did they it Civil War two? Why not just why not just be honest and call it cash in? Yeah, <laughs> cash in two. Uh, anyway, so according to this, uh, Player FM, our average length was seventy six minutes. All right, which is yeah, pretty good. That's we could we go for 76 it. minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, the right. drugs kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, a bit of a highlight on Young Bo. Um, after a guest appearance on episode 43, Bo joined the crew full-time in episode 62, which is also when we went weekly. Ah. So we started monthly, then we tried fortnightly, mm-hmm. and then we went weekly. Yeah. What do you remember about those halcyon days, Bo? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's all a bit of a blur. It's all, yeah. I don't believe it really ever happened. <laughs> if kidnapped. you can remember it, then you weren't really there. Is that the is that the vibe we're going for here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll list a couple of my favorite episodes, and then hopefully the the, the crew can jump in with theirs as well. But uh, my no, one of my favorites was thirty eight, which is the episode where Larry. Boxhall was on with us, and that, uh, holy crap! <laughs> there was there was a really interesting thing to see during that episode, other than Larry, who is just hilarious. Yeah, but it's like it was the first episode where you had decided that anything goes, and we weren't going to worry about ratings, like as in uh, you know keeping it kid friendly or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. And so you also just went right, that's it. Kids' gloves are off, and you just went nuts. <laughs> Except no, no, but if you also remember correctly, even. Our illustrious host, at certain points, stopped and looked at Larry, just um, <laughs> like George, going, "What just came out of your mouth?" <laughs> He's an absolute legend, Larry Boxall, and uh, it was it was an honour to have him on because he just he did not hold back as he ever ever did. He didn't hold back; he couldn't help himself. There's a difference. <laughs> what a champion! Um, uh, then, of course, uh, episode sixty-two, where Bo joined us full time. I can't remember what we talked about on that show, but <laughs> but, uh, but it was memorable. But Bo joined us. Uh, I'm doing them in order. I think we talked about a lot of Warcraft. Yeah, we probably did talk about Warcraft. It was the birth of Azerothian times, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, I wasn't allowed to talk about it on my show, and you weren't really talking about it much on yours, so it was like we got to let loose, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Episode 139, which was uh, the episode Jazz Twemlow was on, Um, not only because Jazz Mm -hmm. himself was awesome, but also because it was one of my favourite recasts, which was... Recasting was, Star Wars. It, mm. No, no, we recast the Avengers. Oh, we recast the Avengers. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. My my favorite quote from that uh, show is 
Jazz put on uh, Alex Skinner's voice and said, you mewling quim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <beautiful>. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Jazz was, uh, Jazz was very, very cool. Yeah. And uh, episode 163, which was our AMA, our Ask Us Anything um, episode where we had to listen to questions and uh, proved that we actually had an audience. I was, I was, I was quite pleased. Woo-hoo! People were listening. <laughs> We've been doing this for five years and oh, finally realised we had an audience. <laughs> was, that, was, that, was that one of our episodes or was that... Yeah, the yeah. alternate yeah. episode. No, it was ours. Oh. I don't remember that. <laughs> we had a whole bunch of questions. Uh, was, uh, we did, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. In case it's now the time to tell Luke that he actually sleeps through some of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you were here, Luke. <laughs> like, I, like I said, well, like the doctor, I just wait for the bits where I have to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> As you'll no doubt have gathered, um, dear listeners, uh, this well-oiled uh, research team... <laughs> It become one of our staples. Um, anyway, about, I, I, I quite often uh, feel that I, make, I have to make corrections in the following episodes about stuff that we've said in previous episodes. Uh, anyway. These are the people that we've thoroughly annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you an example. In our, in our this just, episode Just God, we were talking about the new Star Trek uh, TV show oh, yeah. Yeah. from CBS. And I said that it was, uh, it's been, I didn't say confirmed, but I said pretty much confirmed that it's going to happen in the Abrams universe. But that's actually not true. It's actually now being confirmed to be happening in the Prime Universe. Good, because that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> is it, is it so, we had a, so we had a massive like, so, 15 minute so, conversation. So, 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 real Star Trek is coming back? Yeah. Or is Star Trek Enterprise? It's set, it's set between... Well, it's an anthology. <laughs> it's an anthology show. The only two things that I know for sure is that it's an anthology show, much like, um, you know, like True, De- True Detectives, mm. uh, and it's set in the Prime Universe. Mm. The rumour is that it's going to be set between the end of Star Trek Six, so the Kinema Records, mm-hmm. and the start of Next Gen. Yeah. There's a fair few years in between that they yeah, can that's film. Quite a, so, that's a quite a bit yeah. of time, yeah. So, yeah. That's all right. And you can get William Shatner to come back playing Kirk then if he so chooses. Yeah. In some way or form. Well, it's okay. How is Seven of Nine going to be in that then? I don't know. It's, an anthology, it's an anthology show, so it starts, the first season will be between those those years, and then the next season can, the next season can be... Fifty years later. Oh, okay. Because okay. there was it's a rumor that she's coming back. That you, well, she or wants to come said, back. Yeah, it's interesting that they've decided to take this approach, given that they do have a successful movie franchise. Yeah, to basically go. Ah, screw you. We're going to go well, sit back to the old our, stuff. That was our conversation. Well, we said we said it would make more sense to make it in this universe. We prefer it in the prime. Well, this is what I said. I prefer it in the prime universe. Yeah, but right. it makes more sense to have it in the movie universe. Mm. But there's actually a legal reason for that. The movie universe is is co-owned by Universal, mm. right. um, which means that they would have to, CBS would have to pay their money in order to use that universe. Mm. Right. Um, and so it's, it's some sort of legal ramification. So okay. if, they, if they use Prime Universe, they can do whatever the hell they want. Cool. Not only that, um, there's no guarantee as to the future of the movie universe. Uh, you know, Star Trek 3 is about to come out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what, diminishing, returns will set, diminishing returns will set in, but they'll still want to make money off mm. of the name and the brand. So it's better to go and actually test the waters for Star Trek Prime again, for the Prime Universe again. Yeah. Mm. Um, and see it, see it from that perspective rather than just rely on the movie universe to carry it through because there's no guarantee that the movie universe is going to carry over anyway. Especially yeah. if Star Trek 3 sucks as much as Star Trek 2 did. Also, there's so much to draw on from the Prime Universe. Mm. I mean, there's so, such a long history. Yeah. Where the, 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 the Abrams Universe only has three movies to, to sort of really draw on. Yeah. For a whole series, that's a bit thin. Mm. Yeah. 
Anyway, back to favorite episodes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> we're just we're just going to sneak reviews and comments in. No, as I, we I go love along. it. I love it. This is this is this is this is why I love the show as much as I as, as much as I do, which is why I'm in it. <laughs> no, right. I'm is 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 the way that we do it. Anyway, um, anybody got any favorite episodes? Maybe. Oh, sorry. My favorite episode to listen to is the one you said with um, that we had, we had jazz on, mainly because of his voices. Um, but my favorite episode to make was episode fifty. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so good. It makes me feel so good. I don't, I don't, I don't know how well it came out, um, but it, it was real, it was a lot of fun to make. It right. certainly was. It's, it's almost a role playing. Yeah. Episode. There was that bit though during it where we realised we just weren't moving quickly enough. That <laughs> was. That was. Well, I was just funny. about to say that my my main memories from it are are Richo's awesome improv. <laughs> trying to react to us, giving him crap as the professor guy, and yes, and, and about three quarters of the way through, where I just went, "Holy shit, we've still got like five <laughs> years to go." Where we just started skipping years. Look, I've, <laughs> so I've been like, involved on a few different like radio shows and things in, over the years, where where you know you're covering an entire decade. You never ever actually manage to get through it all properly. You're always you always get to a point where you're like. Damn, taking too much time. Quick, gotta rush through. I know. 150 you... episodes later, he tells us it's now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> this guy. That, that was that was my favorite episode to record because I just loved playing that professor guy and getting the acting chops going. Um, <laughs> my favorite episode to prepare for, and we again, I'll have to think. I think it was Daniel for the idea. Was the first time we did a recast. I had that's the most fun I had preparing for an episode ever. Cool. I, I had a council, like a council of people, like about eight people. And I'm like, well, here's what I think, and, and getting feedback from them just to make sure that my recast was the best it could possibly be. That's how excited I was by that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I actually must admit the first recast I did, which was the Lord of the Rings one. Yeah. That was like, that had been in my head for years. So it was just, oh, you know, I'm just saying something that I've actually thought about long and hard. Um, but my favourite episodes were things like where we had guys like, like the roast guys... Um, uh, yeah. on the show and talk to us um, yeah. particularly when the roast had ended I thought that was actually their, talking about their process and you know what they were going to do I thought was quite interesting and basically any time we actually had a guest who was not within our um, our little council of um, uh, associates mm. um, so for instance uh, I f- please forgive me I forgot the professor who has spoken to us in a couple of Dr. Langley Dr. Langley um, I thought that the two episodes he um, spoke to us on were actually quite interesting mm-hmm. um, and I could have actually asked, spoken to him for hours asking oh, yeah. him numerous questions yeah. about he's a very busy man about, it's only about the but you know even about the psychology of Batman still there's a lot, a lot that you can unpick yeah. with that so um, his episode in particular I also like the Bond episode where we had Craig Harrison on that was cool I really loved there was an episode we did quite a while back now where we talked about Aussie comics and we went through just and I loved that episode because you know, Aussie Comics is kind of this really small niche markety sort of side to the already niche market that regular comics are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just great to actually talk to people and to get a, a sense of what was actually out there and what was going on in Australian comics. And I, I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago, but I, I still absolutely loved the Dust Jacket episode with Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah. Just the massive, like, the passion that we talked about <laughs> the earlier. Passion. The massive argument that broke out between you and Luke was awesome. Bo? Uh, my favourite episode, well, I put episode 50 um, on my list, and, and I wasn't even in the episode, so, you know, I don't even know why it was my favourite, but... Uh, <laughs> and uh, the Star Trek special, that was another one I really liked. 
um, just being able to talk to, uh, you know, be able to talk like a whole episode just about Star Trek and the different things we did. Um, and then another one that I wasn't on, but I, that I really enjoyed listening to was the Monty Python special. Cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Whenever, when you sent me the email about, uh, you know, picking out favorite episodes, that was the first one that came to my mind. And I don't even know why. I just remember, um, I was listening to it while I was remodeling the podcast studio here in the house. And I just remember that that was a really, you know, entertaining episode. Just, you know, thinking back on all the episodes I've listened to of ECN. Or of, of NCP, I'm sorry. He <laughs> <laughs> can't second. help himself. He has to he throws in the plug. What, was that a cheap plug, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's another, another, was, another staple of, uh, of NCP was, was, was uh, cheap plugs. <laughs> yes, as, I mean, as, as, as NCP is part of the Undercast Network, along with uh, Bo and his podcast, ECN. Yeah, Bo googled uh, nerd culture podcasts and like, listened to and listened to one of our episodes. That's right, mm-hmm. and then and then contacted and wrote on our web page. And, yeah, uh, and I so left it, a comment on yeah, your web page. Yeah, on the Conan on the Conan review episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. And, oh, God. The, the the truth was is that I had read somewhere that if other links with your if other websites with your keywords linked back to your website then you would have a better standing with Google. So I was like, well, i got to find other podcasts that have the, the that have the keywords nerd culture podcast, and that was you guys. And so I left a comment linking back to my podcast thinking this would help me in Google. But I was like, oh, I don't want to be a total jerk. I should listen to the show, you know, also. And <laughs> then I just, you know, I wrote a comment saying, hey, love the show. And then from that, me and David just came in contact with each other. Yeah, awesome. And then I listened to an AC again, and I, and I was like, God, I wish we were more like these guys. Because <laughs> well, hang on, did you have podcast? Did you have podcast Sorry. envy? I had, I had podcast envy. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's an awesome, awesome show, and they're still going. They're um, they're, they're almost at their two hundred episodes. Yeah, bro. We've we've surpassed two hundred episodes, but just recently, so we were on a similar schedule to you guys. That's right, and they're doing so, they're doing something special with their one, which is absolutely brilliant. I'm just going to do. A quick, I don't know. Do, I haven't doing, gotten any response from it. So I'm I, doing I, it. I, I don't know how well, you get the response from me, dude. This is live on air. <laughs> um, is, uh, they're, for, they're going to send out because uh, they do a Patreon. They're going to send out an actual audio cassette with the episode on it. Awesome to the to the Patreon <laughs> people. Um, is anyone going to be able to play that? Do people still have <laughs> audio it's, it's cassettes? It's amazing. People, people... Lots of cars still have yeah. cassette players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's an Sorry. awesome idea. So, basically, if it's... you're if you're looking for a podcast not made up of quitters, check out ECN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're still going strong. So. I'm going to think of uh, as moving on, not quitting. <laughs> That's right. See, Film Flames will yeah. still continue. Yeah. There's some big plans for Film Flames going on, people. Big plans. Big Freddy yeah. Krueger? I didn't do that very well. I'm not done. <laughs> from, from your accent, it suggested that you wanted to perform Felicia on Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I would say, yeah, that was the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. <laughs> it must have sounded as bad as it looked because it's like, that Robert England, he's sexy. As I, was, as I was doing it, I was like, this is... Horribly, horribly burnt and scarred Robert, Robert England. That's the way I would have gone. Thank God this With is not knives video. for hands. Yeah. Anyway. You're so Ooh. cute, even your ears went red. <laughs> it was terrible. Anyway, uh, my favourite segment is, is of course recast. Second favourite was Dust Jacket, but uh, my yeah. favourite was uh, recast. I'd have to concur, 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 <laughs> agree. 
Coca's bad fur day? I conquer the NCP. <laughs> well, that's why I'm going to go with Dust Jacket. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, that was my bit. <laughs> okay, cool. If we never did recast, then probably Dust Jacket would. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what we're saying. Yeah. As I've said before, any bit where I speak, really. <laughs> <laughs> Bo? Uh, Azerothian Times in Contest of Champions. Oh, thank oh, God. No, no, no one says Contest of Champions. You're all bastards. <laughs> Well, I wasn't oh, involved in oh, that, so therefore it couldn't have been great. as good. You get made it to a comic. I mean, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was awesome. Favorite, one of my favorite accomplishments was getting an actual episode made as a comic. That was By cool. actual real comic artists. Like a, I mean, Domo Stanton, an actual Marvel comic artist, yeah. drew our thing. It was, it was we amazing. St- we still have issues. Yeah, we still got great. Hey, if you want a copy, let me know. I'll that was cool. Awesome. Uh, all right, cool. All right, well, so, so we've been talking about a whole bunch of people who have been on the show, so I thought uh, it would be good to uh, list. I'll try and make it as as less boring as it actually sounds in my head as I read out this. this bit, but uh, um, so just to, I'll start with some um, some businesses that have supported us over the years, and then I'll talk about some of the interviews and well, not some, all of them. Every single person who's ever appeared on this show. <laughs> I've got to read them out. <laughs> uh, so some businesses that have supported us over the years, we've got uh, All-Star Comics and Classic Comics, just big throw out to them, um, especially All-Star. Uh, they, these guys have have just supported us, not only in terms of just stuff to give out on the show, but just also in just terms of enthusiasm and uh, yeah. and just you know just yeah. love. I mean, they were one of the, one of the stores that we did uh, behind the counter, um, a short lived by the kind of series on, um, but also just, I mean, just they're always excited, you know, to, to be involved. Uh, it's very, very stuff. I mean, classic comics, of well, course, who I've been going there since I've been, you know, a wee lad. Yeah, it's they like did, 20 they, odd years now. Yeah. They did the um, actual audio behind the counter with us, where they did an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. Uh, Mad Entertainment, uh, being big supporters as well. Uh, they sent us cool stuff. They, they did, uh, and also uh, sort of retweeted us every now and again and stuff. I don't have them on the list of businesses on my list here, but uh, Blizzard ANZ also retweeted us a couple of times. Thank you. They follow me. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. That's creepy. And stole our Azeroth in the Times ideas. God damn it. Um, e- E1 Entertainment, uh, fairly recently uh, come on the scene, but they've uh, they, they've been very big supporters of us sending uh, screeners uh, for us to review and stuff like that. Very, very cool. Uh, Minotaur Comics um, and... Uh, Bouncy Films, uh, again, fairly recently. Les from uh, Bouncy Films is, again, screeners, interviews, stuff like that, and also um, always happy to, to pimp out the show whenever he can. Um, very, very cool. And without him, I would never have met uh, Milo and, you know, my current man crush. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and the cons, Supernova, Expo, Oz Comic Con, and Armageddon, now referred to as AMC. Um, yeah, thanks to them for allowing us to attend um, as, you know, as... As media and you know, get to interview people and and uh, have fun, fun, fun. It's been good. So when you say Comic Con, you mean Australian Comic Con and Comic Con NYC and New York Comic Con. Yes, yes. I covered both. I covered both bases. But yes, I was Comic Con and New and NYCC. We would get to see Bo in person, which was awesome. Um, so Bo's your true man crush. That's well. That's, well, I don't want to say <laughs> I, that. I, I don't want to say. I know that. where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> we can we, we can feel the bromance. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of man love in this room right now. You're mean. Anyway, now, <laughs> our uh, interview slash guests that have been on the show. This is is if I do if I have missed someone, I do apologise. But I've I've tried to be as ex- as extensive as possible, and I've also she tried to probably put them... weren't interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to put them in order, so we'll see how it goes. 
We started off on a high with Frank Cho. Goddamn legend, Frank Cho. Uh, I actually got to speak to uh, Fra- Frank Cho and Fred Van Lente together at uh, the very first con I intended as an NCP representative and uh, spoke to them both. And they were both legends. Frank Cho was hilarious. And Fred Van Lente, if there's anything about comics that that man doesn't know, I will be shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, two, two legends of the industry. So we started off on a high. Uh, then we went on to uh, Jason Franks. Friend of the show and friend of our own in, yep. in real life. Uh, accomplished uh, comic writer, artist, and author. Novelist. Yes, novelist. That's right. Uh, he's he writes real books. He's actually been on the show twice, and uh, he's a goddamn legend. Check out anything that he does. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, of course, one of the highlights of my interviews. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, uh, he was awesome. He's one of my idols, man. I love that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. he, he was awesome, and he was awesome to talk to. Uh, ben Hutchins and Bobby N. Two Australian yep. artists, uh, great work. Uh, Armin Shimmerman, uh, Sharon Taylor, Francis Manipool, Bruce Boxleitner, and Sydney Morgan. They were together. Uh, Charles Martinet. Charles Martinet. Yeah, what a champion! The voice of Mario. Yep. Um, Frank Candelaro uh, and Paul Bedford. Again, two Australian artists. Uh, Frank's actually given up comics. Did you know that? Has he? Yeah, he's uh, he's moving on to DJs, DJ work. Oh, good for him. Yeah, good, good, good on him. Whatever, always, whatever always those, liked his books. They yeah. were really cool. Whatever really drives creative. his passion, by all means, go for it. Yeah. And uh, Paul Fair Bedford just released uh, The List 2, so a sequel to his yep. list comic. Uh, the, the one and only legend Larry Boxall. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Ashmore, who was a Larry, he was actually, he gave me the, the funniest response to our patented interview question, which was, if you were the one performing this interview, what would be the one question that you would want asked of you? Um, our... our trademarked NCP interview question um, and his response was you know I can't think of anything of, of right now but I just know I'll now be lying in my hotel room <laughs> unable to sleep trying to think of a cool answer <laughs> and I didn't have this in actually in the interview itself but I actually did say what are you talking about you'll be like surrounded by groupies you'll be like what are you thinking about me and he goes no I'll still be thinking about you <laughs> What a champion. Uh, Karen Jacobson, friend of the show and friend yep. of uh, Al's uh, personal life. Long-time friend. Uh, long-time friend. Uh, Andrew Lewis, uh, an author. Joel Gutenberg, again, yep. friend of uh, personal. Craig, no name, no last name given from our Bond episode. Uh, Ren from 42 Geek Street, uh, who's a fan, fan of the show before he even appeared, and uh, he does good work as, as, as on his own show, 42 Geek Street. Check it out. Andre Bergen. My creative author man crush. <laughs> uh, he's uh, is, is Australian uh, now, living in uh, Japan with his family, and um, he's uh, an accomplished musician and uh, author, uh, comics and and books, uh, the Tobacco Stained Mountain Goat, and others. Uh, he's currently doing Bullet Girl and stuff. Uh, check out his work. I'm a big fan um, and a great guy. Uh, Gail Simone and Phil Jimenez and Freddie Williams the second. I got so, so they were all at the same con. Um, well, what, what, what can you say? Phil, Phil Jimenez and Freddie Williams, two brilliant artists, and uh, Gal Simone, you know. And you, you scored some art from them, too. Yeah, yeah. I got Some yeah. really nice pieces. Oh, yeah, for sure. The Phil Jimenez art piece is one of my most treasured possessions. Yeah. Uh, Paul Mason, an Australian artist and a goddamn legend. Uh, he hails from uh, from sunny Queensland, and I don't hold that against him. But uh, and, <laughs> and he's just he's just, he's just, just a champion. He's just, uh, he's... Queensland, it's the southern America of Australia. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> um, and uh, and no, he, he's just, just a really, really good guy. Um, just all around good guy. Um, great artist, and 
I'm just I'm so, I'm glad, so glad I actually I actually got to meet him. Uh, Billy from Death Rocket Podcast, who joined us from our Alias our Aliens Podcast. Um, Dan Slot, what can I say? It was, it was during the spectacular Spider Man situation. Uh, the and, Superior uh, Spider Man. Ah, uh, Superior. He was, he was during yeah, the yeah. Superior Spider Man, and uh, and he I mean, he's still writing Spider Man now. And it's 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 I, I don't know. It was, just, it was one of the strangest interviews I've ever had because I just I I wanted to start off just by teeing off. But he was just so nice that <laughs> I just couldn't yeah. do it. He's been doing Spider-Man for... Ten years. Yeah. Ten years or more now, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Still There's going strong. Highs Where's and lows, him? highs and lows. I don't like everything he does, but uh, but so he was just so, so nice and such a great interview. Uh, that same that same day, I also got to interview uh, Brian Bloom, um, who uh, co-wrote and starred in the 18 movie and a whole bunch of other stuff. He was also in uh, soaps. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you didn't expect to get to interview. Him yeah, I actually didn't even didn't even have him scheduled, and he he wanted to be interviewed, and, and he tended to be a really great guy. He was awesome. He was a great yeah. dude, very handsome man, and he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> those eyes, man. Those eyes. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, I'm like they're intense. What the hell? Are these contacts? What's going on? <laughs> it's just insane. Uh, but yeah, and, and, and a great interview. It, it's a really good insight in, in the industry. Uh, Jim Towns, a director uh, sm- uh, of smaller sort of films. Uh, Robert, known last name given from ST versus SW.net. Remember that? Star Wars versus oh, Star Trek. Yeah, that exploded yeah. on, the, on the interwebs. That was where we got the most feedback about. Um, and it wasn't even directed at us, it was basically just them arguing about themselves. <laughs> it was great. He was a cool dude, and uh, it was a great conversation. Andrew Finnegan, the, the one and only lovely Matt Myers. <laughs> Matt the legend wise yeah. uh, from ECN what a champion one of my interview highlights uh, Kira Dulia from, uh, 2001. Yep, from 2001 holy shit I was amazed I could speak <laughs> you know, I was, I'm just sitting next to him like oh my god this is just amazing what's it like being you the greatest size fictional <laughs> I know <laughs> awesome uh, Brian uh, Wow Yoda himself actually made an appearance and, and he's I mean he's essentially uh, one of the crew let's be honest I mean Brian is, is part of the crew and, um, and, his, and his lovely wife who wrote, it, wrote for the website exactly right and, 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 and uh, who did the, the, the fake interview uh, post yeah. for the episode but Brian yeah I mean uh, Brian I, I do I do really I count him as part of the crew the amount of the stuff that he's done behind the scenes to help us out um, is is amazing and he, I, I consider him a friend I met him through Warcraft and he was there for me through uh, some some sort of tough times in those in those years so legend uh, Greg Bo Watson art, artist extraordinaire you know, from uh, Bo's neck of the woods yeah, from uh, Southern America. <laughs> That's right. There's talented people there. Oh, I don't think well, Bo's from there. That's There's right. a man with talent. Uh, Max Grodenschick and Aaron Eisenberg. I interviewed them yep. together, cool. um, of course, from Star Trek. Yep. Uh, James Marsden, uh, Australia, Australia's own Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor. He's just kicking it out of the park with uh, with his work at the moment. He's, I mean, he's working for Marvel. He was, he's, he's started as a superstar. Yeah, yeah, he's become a comic superstar. Yeah. We, knew him, we knew him when he we was small. When he wasn't a superstar. <laughs> now he's Australia's own Tom Taylor. Now he's Australia's own. Uh, yeah, so yeah, of course, did his DC work for Injustice and, uh, yep. and uh, Earth 2 and is now writing Wolverine for Marvel. So he's... That, that's big. He's stepped up in the world he's from done, when we first met him. He's done all right for himself. <laughs> uh, Robert Malay. The, the gentleman, Robert Malay, um, who is currently in um, uh, The Strain, is that what it's called? That TV yeah. Show? But yeah, but a former wrestler um, and uh, now actor, uh, character actor, he's been in Sherlock Holmes and various sorts of stuff. And yeah, I, he was actually, I, I did. I really didn't know a lot about him, to be honest, and so I had to do quite a bit of research to sort of get some information about him. Mm-hmm. And it says I didn't need to. I mean, he basically just he carried the conversation and he was just awesome. He was, he was great to talk to. Um, Sarah Madison, Sean Schimmel... 
And then, of course, there's, uh, as Lou pointed out, Mark Humphreys, Jazz Twimlow, and Seton K. Smith from The Roast, who uh, joined us uh, via Skype. We had three iPads set up, <laughs> each person on an, on an iPad, and uh, they, were, they were great. Mark Humphreys has been doing excellent work on the feed lately. Yeah, yep. which is good because the feed sucked. <laughs> so, yeah, I only watched his segment and then I turned it off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and uh, Jazz, uh, Jazz, of course, is, is kicking some butt. And I think Seton just released a book, pretty sure. Uh, Michael Paré. This is a staple of 80s films. The awesome Michael Paré from the Great American I've got to call him at home. I've got Michael Paré's home phone number. Let's yeah. let's sink, let's sink in. And he secretly you, called him every like... night with some heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> when you were speaking to him, did you like feel your mullet growing back? And... <laughs> Not quite, but I had some fond memories of yeah. uh, watching VHS movies, you know, yeah. crappy VHS <laughs> All those direct-to-video <laughs> movies was, that It was Paré wearing was... acid-washed jeans and boon boot. That's oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's just not true. Um, James Rolfe, Mr. James Rolfe. Actually, we spoke to him before the current uh, Ghostbusters controversy. But yeah, James Rolfe, the uh, the angry video game nerd. Um, <laughs> that was a highlight to talk to him. I watch I watched every single video he's ever produced. Uh, Brian Brian Rathbone, author, author, fantasy author Brian Rathbone. That's right, uh, and just a social media master. <laughs> like, that dude knows how to use the social media. But uh, yeah, and he was a great guy. He gave us some insight on uh, publishing, self-publishing. Mm. Mm. And stuff like that. I know, I know Luke was a fan of that conversation. Yep. Um, Keith, and I'm going to get this wrong, this last name. A juice. A juice. Keith, a juice, and Bianca Bradley from Wormwood. Um, they were great. Just, uh, Keith, of course, uh, you know, a staple of Australian entertainment, and uh, and uh, Bianca's fast getting there, and uh, they were great to talk to in order to promote um, a great little Aussie flick, Wormwood. Uh, Peter Nicholas, Pete the Heat. Pete the Heat. Personal friend and fan of the show. Pistol and, Pete, uh, Pete, 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 and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird that I go through that ex- that entire ch- that exchange? No, it's not. Every time I see him, it's like in the of back like, of my head, I just go through the whole. Yeah, thing. it's kind of like the Ned Ryerson thing. Yeah. Every time I see that guy, I have to go through the whole Ned Ryerson scene <laughs> from Groundhog Day. Almost didn't graduate. Uh, Doctor yeah. Travis Langley, he was actually yep. on the show twice. He um, was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. It was it was a, it was a coup to get him to in the first place, yeah. and uh, he loved it. So he agreed to come back, which is which was know, fantastic, which is amazing. Uh, Asimon Gold <laughs> from oh, uh, man, yeah, yeah a, a very famous Warcraft player and uh, YouTuber. Um, just it was amazing coup to get him on, and uh, yeah, he was cool. He was a cool dude. Um, check out his, his YouTube channel, Les Morris. Of course, from Bounty Films, <laughs> as, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, uh, he had uh, he had his his knowledge of the industry, especially the Australian film industry, is is amazing. And uh, Milo Cawthorn, who I called Milo the entire interview, but apparently it's too nice to correct you. But it is actually M- Milo. Thank you. Right, um, and uh, we also had, uh, oh, I guess, full disclosure, one of our relatives, <laughs> Pete Joyson, uh, on the show, which is which is the interview that. Um, Crystal did. So Crystal's first interview. It wasn't very good. It was, it was fine. Pete, Peter was fine, but... I and uh, Peter's on the show because he is also a, a, a published author. He's uh, got two books out now. Yep, he, he's released his second book, so that was awesome. awesome. Um, and uh, it was a good effort. And the name that I haven't... The other name that I haven't mentioned, uh, who actually should have been first, was Aaron Markon. Yeah, I've mentioned... Uh, I'm doing Aaron last because Aaron... Not only was our was our very very first uh, guest, but he was also uh, the inspiration behind the show to begin with. Um, I was actually I was on a podcast with Aaron um, and his his crew, uh, the Black Paddle, uh, which included his lovely wife, and I just loved it. It, it basically changed my life. It, it it opened up my eyes to a, a whole new way of of uh, interacting with people 
um, and friends and getting my opinions out there. It was it was, it was absolutely amazing. And uh, when my time on that show ended, uh, I branched off to start uh, NCP. Um, so it's, it's he, he means a lot. He means a lot to me, not just because he's a friend, um, a dear, cherished, cherished friend, but he's also uh, the inspiration for this show. So without him, this show wouldn't exist. Uh, so thank you, Aaron. Uh, he actually uh, sent me a text last night. Well, he sent all of us a text, really. Uh, congrats on 200 eps, an awesome achievement and a great note to finish on. Well done, David, and the entire NCP crew. Oh, thank you, Aaron. That's nice. Yeah, so it's... I feel that. warm inside now. <laughs> no, I, I, remember Aaron, <laughs> I remember Aaron being on. We uh, we talked about uh, Galactic Patrol. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which was also a really fun... Uh, you sitting and, right there. Yeah, really fun and interesting uh, dust check at that one. It was good. Um, so we've got, uh, we got something special is in... Um, our sort of our sort of special centenary episodes and stuff like that. Uh, Crystal would usually put together our sort of her sort of clips of the year. So our end of the year episodes, um, she, Crystal would have a, a clip. So favorite moments of the year's sort of clip show type things, which are a personal highlight of mine. Was third on my list of my favorite segments. <laughs> but for but for, she's done something slightly different uh, for this one, uh, which I think is awesome. So yeah. for today, for today, I thought I'd do something a little special for the for the boys. Um, it might sound a little bit rambly, but. Indulge me. <laughs> okay, this is pre-recorded earlier. Hello, everyone. It's me, Crystal. For our massive 200th episode, I thought I'd put together a little surprise tribute for our NCP crew members. It's been a wonderful journey doing the show over the past seven or so years, and we couldn't have done it without our crew, Richo and Luke and Bo. Uh, they've been outstanding and I wanted to say to our wonderful host David who spends hours each and every week crafting this podcast that he may know that I enjoy helping put the show together and contributing with things like the banner and etc. Um, he may not necessarily know that how much the show has really meant to me. It's been a privileged to uh, do this show with David and the boys each and every week and I've learnt a lot of things along the way about myself and about my fellow crew members. Luke, you're an amazing man. You've got a head so full of knowledge and I'm amazed how prepared you are for each and every show. Um, listeners, you won't know this, but Luke never brings any notes. Everything he says comes straight out of his head. It's, it's an amazing talent. I, I don't know how he does it, but he retains all that information in his brain and regurgitates it for our pleasure <laughs> he's also a wonderful mimic his rod sterling impression has to be my favorite of all time richo your depth of knowledge is equally as impressive as luke's and uh, you've been a wonderful asset to the show i particularly have enjoyed your who reviews and the dust jacket segment has evolved over the past seven or so years into something wonderful really appreciate your enthusiasm and and efforts and putting it all together and just the joy that you bring to every dust jacket segment is really great and if it weren't for the podcast we wouldn't have met Bo. Um, Bo brings something unique to the show he's an amazingly intelligent guy and he always brings the new perspective to any discussion um, often leaves me thinking wow I'd never thought about it that way before you're such a joy to work with Bo and I'm, I'm really gonna miss doing this but um, I'm sure it won't be the last we hear from you I'm sure we'll definitely keep in touch 
And finally, to David, uh, without whom this show would not exist, this podcast is David's brainchild, and he puts his heart and soul into this show. He spends, as I said earlier, he spends hours every week um, putting it together, uh, not just editing and, and crafting the podcast into the final product that you hear, but um, thinking up topics to put in it, um, chasing down interviews and, and other things. It's it's been a lot of work, but it's been a, a great journey. Now, as I said earlier, I have learned many things over the course of the show, and I've learned many wonderful things about our crew members that I would probably have never known had we not been doing the show. One of the things I've learned about David that I probably would never have known if we never did this show is that he's uh, got a wonderful talent for interviewing people. When he first came to me with the idea of doing interviews, I was a bit hesitant. I couldn't imagine why anybody would say yes to doing an interview with a little homemade podcast like ours, but say yes, they did, and he made many, many interviews. And each time I hear him do an interview, I'm always amazed at how natural he sounds doing it. He's just a natural-born interviewer. He's got a charming way about him that puts people at their ease, and he just talks to them like they're lifelong friends, and people instantly feel comfortable with him and respond in kind. So as a little present for our illustrious host, I have put together in NCP tradition my top five interview moments. Coming in at number five on my list is an interview with Milo Cawthorn, the most recent interview that David did, and I think probably the one he had the most fun with. He was so pumped after this interview. Now, there are many great moments in this interview. It was really hard to find one that just fit into a short clip. Uh, one of my favourite moments was when David made a joke about Woi Woi, which referred to something much earlier on in the, in the interview. Uh, I love when that sort of thing happens. But as I say, you can't really slip that into a clip. So I chose this great clip about Ray Liotta. Man, radio does a lot of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm on IMDb right now, but it's like a, it's like a love triangle, and he plays like a like a kind of a crazy, crazy ex boyfriend. Did you mean Did you mean Ray Liotta's in a lot of shit? As in, he's in a lot of shit films, or he's in a, he's just, he has a very large body of work? Because yeah. we because we're good friends. You've got to be careful what you say. He has a very large and impressive body. Of work. <laughs> no, he's in a lot of shit. Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know the man. <laughs> And now for the clip I chose for number four, Armin Chimmerman. Well, of course I have to ask the obligatory uh, Star Trek-related questions, if you don't mind. Um, two hours. Takes two hours. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, yeah, okay, how long does the makeup take? Yeah. Um, yeah. And at number three, Brian Michael Bendis. Cool. Uh, last one. If you were doing the interview yourself, what would be the one question that you would want asked? I'd say, yourself? what are you doing after Avengers? And I, and I wouldn't give you an answer. Oh, okay. What are you doing after the invasion? I can't tell you. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for dangling the carrot. <laughs> yeah, that did pretty good there. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, man. I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah, so am I. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Coming in at number two is Cindy Morgan. Um, this was a really fun interview, and I especially like the parts where I mentioned, but um, this is my favourite clip of the interview. Uh, just to let you know, the Bruce that she mentions right at the start is none other than Bruce Boxleitner. And if you listen very carefully, you can hear him in the background. Bruce is trying to horn in on my interview. What was... Weren't you going to ask him a question? Yeah, yeah, it was... Um, oh. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Uh, there, we have one last question to tag at the end of this interview. Do you have a moment or are you very busy? He's ignoring He's getting a drink. Come on over, dear. Just having water. Thank you. I have an interview to do with 
Oh, just just one question, please. You want to turn the mic toward him? Go ahead. He has one question for you. Uh, is it true that on the set of Tron you used to follow Cindy around like a puppy? <laughs> You've just ruined my relationship with Bruce Boxleitner. He just walked away. He's never going to talk to me again. <laughs> he just turned on his heel and walked away. <laughs> and coming in at number one, I would never have known anything about this person if it wasn't for this show i'm not i'm not really much of a, a gamer and uh, although i know who mario is i would i would never have um, had the opportunity to listen to this man speak this is none other than the voice of mario himself mr charles martinet okay this is this is a question i've got to get off my chest sure as mario yeah what's the deal with princess peach why is she always getting kidnapped oh, oh you know i don't know but i can tell you one thing Ah, the Princess Peach. She makes my heart go bada bing, bada boom, bada ba. She's so beautiful. <laughs> She's pretty. <laughs> she is very beautiful. She likes a color pink too. She got the pink head, the pink tiara, pink, pink everything, pink dress. She's so beautiful. She even like a pink diamond. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is brilliant stuff. One time she made me a cake. Ah, she gave me a smoochy, smoochy, and little hearts came bursting out of me. <laughs> You're killing me. Smoochy, smoochy. It makes me laugh every time I hear it. What a wonderful man he is. And the advice he gives about life at the end of that interview is just gold. Well, that's it. That's the end of my top five. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I want to say a special thank you to the NCP audience before I go. I, without the audience there obviously wouldn't be a show so thank you to each and every person who has listened to the show and who and thank you to everyone who's ever provided feedback everything's been appreciated negative or positive and if you'll indulge me for just a second longer just one final thing before i go i'd just like to turn the tables around and ask david a couple of questions number one what was your favorite interview of all time although i think i know the answer and number two if you were doing this interview, what would be the one question you would like asked? Even though I knew that was coming, I forgot and have not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was my favourite interview? Oh, gee, I don't know. I, I, I sort of, I sort of, my favourite sort of interviews were sort of moments in the interviews. Um, so, I mean, Charles Martinet, yes, was amazing, and he sort of taught me the value of knowing your audience because that that Princess Peach question that I asked, I was actually trying to be dirty. As in, as in, what's the deal? Like she actually enjoys it, sort of stuff, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And he, he not only did he not understand what I was saying, because he's just such a, a nice honest man. and nice person, that then when he then later on said that, you know, all these hearts burst out of me, I was then going to say, that's like a euphemism. And, and again, I couldn't, because I was just too busy. I was laughing so hard that I was crying. And <laughs> and he actually, it, I don't know, it just, it just made me... It was it was my sleazy D moment <laughs> of my life. It's like he actually he actually I mean and Crystal's right. The advice that he gave, I actually found kind of I, I felt kind of ashamed <laughs> at the end because I was like because I mean I never I never I didn't actually say anything to him and it was all it was all above board in the actual interview itself. But my, my mind of course was doing you know sleazy D type related stuff and I actually felt bad about it. So I was like this is a genuinely nice happy person. And I tried to corrupt him in some way. So, so yeah. So, I, I guess for that as well. Um, one of my favorite interviews, actually, and I actually didn't even mention it because um, actually the interview didn't appear on the show, and that was my interview with Michael Rooker. 
Uh, and the reason it doesn't appear on the show is because it's the worst interview I've ever done. And Michael Brooker just basically just took me to town. Um, <laughs> I, ba- I barely got a word in, and I just, I mean, just like now, I just, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't leave anything to say. And he's just, he basically, Michael Brooker is personality in human form. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just, and and it's just, it's basically, it's basically a one hundred and one of how not to do an interview. And uh, but still, one of my greatest moments because I because I, I learned a lot. <laughs> and and uh, I mean, be prepared is usually is 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 number one on the on the list. And uh, and it wasn't entirely my fault that I wasn't prepared, but still, be prepared. And uh, Bo was kind enough to actually play that interview on Talk the Walk, which is uh, Bo and and David's uh, podcast, another David, because uh, we're awesome. American um, David, American David, uh, <laughs> Southern, <laughs> Southern David, Southern American uh, podcast about South Very Young. We've got to we have we have to be represented everywhere, so he's got to have at least have a Southern American version. Um, yeah, a, a podcast about The Walking Dead uh, uh, because Michael Rooker appears in The Walking Dead, obviously. So play the interview on there to uh, uh, my. My shame. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I think you also learned a lot from the Bruce Boxleitner interview because um, you learned a lot how to deal with a, and, and no offence to Bruce if you're actually listening, but you learned a lot how to deal with a rambling old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I mean, it's, I, I, mean I, think, I do. I do. Thank you very much for saying uh, what is it about my ability to sort of talk to people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my interview skills were not exactly the greatest <laughs> as shown in that episode because, yeah, because Bruce Boxleitner had a lot to say and... Um, I basically just couldn't. I couldn't control him. In any, I just couldn't. I couldn't rein him in. And yeah. it, uh, I, basically, I basically said, "You know what? I can't do it. I'm just going to let it go." Yeah. And so that interview goes for like, like fifty minutes or something. It's ridiculous. It's, it's still <laughs> cool. Interview. I mean, it was really hard to edit because it's saying so much good stuff. But you know, mm-hmm. to cut, cut it down was really hard to do. Um, oh, I, well, no, and so I know you directed the question to me, but actually, uh, I want to sort of throw it to the whole crew. So, well, I actually thought you were going to answer the Milo Cawthorn. Oh well, that was. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, after, I was I was pumped. I I, I had to. We were scheduled for seven thirty our times. Um, I was sitting here with the microphone ready to go at seven twenty five, and I basically sat there for five minutes staring at the iPad, just wait <laughs> watching the time tick by. So the, the minute it said seven thirty, I went monk and uh, called him, and he was uh, he was there, and uh, and yeah, and after it, I was I was pumped. He's, he was a very very cool dude. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I've gotten something from everybody that we've uh, that we've interviewed. Something, something at least. Um, as if uh, any any interview or any guest that we've had on, I've, I've at least I've learnt something, and uh, it's, it's been an, an honour to talk to them all. The answer to your question, uh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I really, honestly, I. I I can understand why it stumps people. It really, and and which is why I love it. Which is why I think it's our, our best question because um, they don't really sort of get. It. Some people, I mean, some people were like right on it, like they you know, jumped right in. And it was like, oh yeah, do this. Whereas uh, you know, and also I, I, obviously I edited out. I mean, you some of them, I'm an hour for like five minutes. Like, yeah. uh, I was like, well, I'm only, to have, I'm only meant to have 15 minutes with you. You can't spend five minutes trying to answer one question. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I don't know. I'll sort of think about it a bit more. But I want to throw this out to the. I want to throw it out to the crew. Um, so. Let's start with Bo. <laughs> Bo, if you were, if you were being interviewed, what would be the one question oh, you would God. want asked? Shit, that is a hard question. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask what my favorite interview was. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I should go first because I really don't know yet. I'll go first. All right, okay, Richard's ready. See, yeah, Richard, see, ready. see this, this is an example of, of being ready. <laughs> <laughs> the question, it's not necessarily a question I'd want to be asked, but the one I would expect people to ask me based on the show is, why did you commit 
to five years of your life? <laughs> Why did you commit to reading one book a month and and watching films? And let's face facts, some of the films we saw were pretty awful. I'm looking at you, Immortals. <laughs> Men well, in Black 3. Yeah, I mean, there were some shockers. the one that I dragged you to? Like, I, just, I, I said, we have to see it, even if you don't want to see it. Was it Batman vs. Superman? It was yes. Batman yeah. vs. Superman. Because like, after you saw Man of Steel, it's like, I refuse to say anything else in this, mm. in this sort of body well, of work. And it's, I was it's, like, it's funny oh, no, you've got to see Batman vs. When you were talking about World of Warcraft, and um, yeah, being fans of World of Warcraft and not being able to remove that from the film not being necessarily good, yeah. my first thought was Man of Steel. <laughs> I love Superman with a passion. <laughs> and in fact, I couldn't, I removed myself so completely from that film that I refused to see its sequel yeah. until you dragged me along and I had to see it. <laughs> I demanded it. <laughs> but um, yeah, but the question would be, yeah, why, why do this? Why put all of this time and effort and, and it was, there was a lot of work that had to go into this, even, and um, that doesn't even include from your perspective with having to edit all of this together yeah. and get it all together. Like the research Just, stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, That's a good question. What would be the answer? Yeah. Well, the answer would be, <laughs> and this might be a little bit teary, but the answer would be that this gave me a chance to get together with my closest friends, you know, people whose, whose opinions and whose lives actually really matter to me, and talk about the thing that I love the most in the world. Nurture. <laughs> no, no, that's what we should have called the podcast. <laughs> Talk about dirty. But this, is, yeah, this was the opportunity. I mean, like, like you know, Luke and I, housemates, we do this anyway. We would sit there and, and talk about this sort of stuff. And Dave, you and I used to be housemates, and we would talk about that sort of stuff. Shit, we was... used to be roommates. Exactly right. All right. Ah, uh, yeah. Just stop but, right there. But the podcast was a chance for us to get together. You know, every couple of weeks. Well, once a month to begin with, and then you know, yep. fortnightly after that, and just talk about all the stuff that we love. And that's awesome. That's, it's the coolest thing in the world. I'm so glad that you actually invited me to do that for that very reason. Aww. Told you to be teary. I'm a little teary. Single <laughs> tear, rolling down the <laughs> Single tear, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it nerd-based. <laughs> and bad movie-based. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else before we cut back to Bo? Are you ready, Bo? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think going along with what he said, what is the thing that you got out of this that you didn't you didn't think like that you didn't think was going to be a part of it? Like, what is the most unexpected side effect of, of doing this podcast for so long? And my answer, which I, you know I talked about the other day, that was just you know, you know who who knew there was a Richo somewhere in the world? Like I never, <laughs> I never knew that I was going to meet you guys and and you know create a relationship with Crystal and David and. And just, you know, it's one of those things, like, whenever I wanted to do this, it was, it was, um, you know, mostly because I, I wanted an outlet for sort of my, my humor and, and to be able to talk about things. And, and I never knew that, that I was going to be able to meet, you know, these people in different parts of the world. And, and, and then, you know, with the interviews, like people that, you know, I idolized as a child and, and um, actually, you know, become, you know, friends with these people. It, it's just a, it's just sort of a you know something that I never considered was was even possible, yeah. and has become so so normal in mm. this crazy podcast life. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. That's nice. Now I've got another tear. <laughs> a other, second single tear. Other, I'm getting the, I'm getting the watery. I have a question that you yeah. know to, in response to the you know what's the one question you want asked of you? Yes. Um, why did it take? Till 2011 for a major science fiction nerd like Richo to start actually reading the classic science fiction novels. 
A fair question, Richard. To which my response <laughs> is mental deficiency and not enough milk. Um, uh-huh. Not enough milk? No, clearly not it's enough not, milk is not part of this in any way. Did you see how much iced coffee that dude was drinking in those years? My uh, God. I love my milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not enough, clearly. <laughs> you're like your housemates with me, yeah? And you've seen the sheer number of milk that I drink. Well, my, my question to, to you would be, is there a movie you actually like? <laughs> <laughs> which my response is, Yes. <laughs> there are hundreds of movies that I actually like. I wouldn't go so far as to say hundreds. Warcraft's not one of them, though. I, I'd say maybe, maybe, maybe. That was a cheap shot, dude. I'd yes. say maybe ten, ten or twelve <laughs> movies that Luke likes. Tusk. <laughs> Tusk. God Take it, done. Please, let's go. Red Dawn. Though, if we're going to go that way, if we're going to go that far, if only you'd seen Immortals. Um. Well, my mine would probably be what what I got out of it, and I've already answered that in the pre-recorded. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I hope that doesn't sound like a cop out, but that's, that's, that's what I'm going with. No, you were smart enough to actually pre like prepare your comments in advance yeah. and record them, and I think that's cool. Yeah, actually, look, I mean, I still I've been listening to all your guys. I only really thinking about it. I, still, I really have one. I, I guess, yeah, I guess I'll still richos. It's probably the best one. Why, why, why do it in the first place? Why, although that would probably be a question that if I was being interviewed. Surely somebody who has any idea about interviews would ask me that question. But then again, you never know. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. It's like why, why, why do you have that awesome beard? Because <laughs> <laughs> I love the salt and pepper, baby. <laughs> why don't you look like Kenny Rogers right now? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, why do it? Yeah, it's. I, I guess for all the reasons that, that Richo and Bo combined have said, it's it was. Um, I start. I started it because. Like I said, because Aaron sort of inspired me with the work on Black Panel, and and uh, and I had things to say. I thought, I think, you know, nerd rage was was ever present. But also, but not, but not even nerd rage. Just just stuff that I wanted to celebrate. So you know, the things that I loved, and um, who better to do that with than you know my best friends in the world? I mean, Aaron and Karen were already already booked so I had to pick someone else and uh, <laughs> hang on a sec <laughs> so I got these second string friends of mine in <laughs> that was a cheap shot but I took it <laughs> uh, yeah no, I mean, I mean my, my best friend in the world is, is Richo and I think you and do. you know I don't think that's any any surprise to no. anybody and uh, best man at a, your wedding man it's a love hate relationship <laughs> that's right <laughs> and, you know, and, he and, loves and, to hate him <laughs> yeah, and then you know in conjunction with Luke of course and uh and of course, my lovely wife, you know, and like Bo said, uh, my our new friend uh, Bo and and Becca from from the states is it's it was the chance to meet up in a regular way hmm. and do the stuff that we do anyway. Like yeah. when we're together, we talk about this sort of stuff, and so hmm. it was a chance to to then and then share it with the world. You know, hopefully, with people like minded people who wanted to sort of partake of it, and and there was, um, I guess. The only slightly negative thing I'd say would it would be that it was it didn't really reach the huge audience that my naivety assumed that it would. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I for some reason thought that it would it would become you know nerdist level. You know, nerd, I, you know, throw out a plug for nerdist dot com or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, I, 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 for some reason, I thought it would reach that level. I just and and it, and it never did. And and that was like I said, naive to start off with. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, there's you know a million podcasts out there, uh, but we did reach people. We did reach some people. And that means a lot. That really does. Maybe the problem was 
and this takes us back a fair way to some early criticism, is that we just didn't understand what Middle America wanted. <laughs> Do you still remember that? I, I remember that because I remember the Middle America guy because we were actually quite polite in our response to it <laughs> and never said what I really wanted to say about that response to that guy. If you go back and listen to it, you'll notice that I actually don't respond. No. There was no way that I was not going to be anything but impolite. <laughs> the boys are, of course, referring to our only negative review um, on uh, uh, iTunes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but you know what? I mean, yeah, it was negative And, yeah, we disagreed. But but we were nice about it. I mean, we were not, we were not only that, but the fact that... that <laughs> They rev- they reviewed. I mean, yeah. the fact that somebody took the time to to say things, and you know, and it wasn't horribly personal or anything. They, did, they didn't yeah. attack like the internet is what to do. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I I, I, res- I appreciate the fact that they took the time to to leave feedback, as wrong as it was. Still, it was still, you know. But but any yeah. but but on the positive side, of course, you got to have the, the positive feedback and yeah. the positive positive reviews on iTunes and and the people that follow on Facebook and. Um, and you know, people who responded when we announced in one ninety eight that the show was ending. So I don't know, it just it just means a lot. It's just people people that have, have stayed with us. I'm actually gonna mention their names. Why not? I'll just do it while you're looking up the names, I'll just do a little shout out to uh, we forgot to say with the interviews before all the lovely cosplayers that we interviewed. Oh yeah, the and, cosplayers. And also um all the people who uh helped us along the way and provided oh, feedback for Contest of Champions. I'm I'm missing people from N C P. The NCP TV stuff. Oh, I've got that. I was, oh, wondering, I was wondering why yeah. he did, why, why he hadn't brought them up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so so just finishing off the feedback thing that I was, uh, I was mentioning before we uh, fill in my blanks from uh, from our list of shoutouts. Scott and Jason, uh, sort of the two sort of Facebook people that I want to mention. Um, they they were awesome. They responded when we announced uh, the end of the show, and uh, Jason's response was um, so I don't have the exact wording here, but something along the lines of you're the only Australian podcast that I listen to, um, which, my God, mental, awesome. that was just meant a lot. Because um, there's, there's a lot of good Aussie podcasts out there, you know what yeah. I mean? And, that's, and this, that was another thing about, about doing the show was to get was getting to meet um, you know, other podcasters and comic creators and basically just getting to meet the community. Mm. And uh, it's just you know, amazing, amazing stuff. But, yeah, to say that we're, he's the only Australian podcast I listen to is uh, pretty amazing stuff. Um, and uh, Scott has been with us from the beginning, and uh, was and was there to the end. And um, his dedication to the show really meant a lot. I mean, he's awesome. it was a very rare occasion where he didn't have a, a comment on you know the Facebook post when we post the actual episodes themselves, and uh, and his comments were always meaningful. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorites is not not just because it's most one of the most recent ones, but he actually commented on the episode where we talked about uh, my disgust at um, people demanding that Captain America be revealed to be gay, and uh, he responded to that and revealed, um, and I didn't know this up until this point, but revealed that he is himself a homosexual and his personal feelings about it, and, and, it, awesome. just, and it just blew my mind. It just blew. It just blew my mind. It's, that someone would be that open to someone he's never met, but feels that he, you know, knows us, you know, well, Chris, you know he's, he's a big fan of Crystal, he's, he's, and he actually does mention that. So he's, well, he's who, said, who wouldn't he? Yeah, he's <laughs> a Crystal Rock. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, yeah, Crystal's obviously his favourite uh, crew member, we won't go there, uh, but, um, and, and uh, yeah, felt that he was uh, that he could talk about that sort of stuff, you know, in, in, a, in a forum. It's just, it's just amazing, so, yes, thank you to Scott and uh, Jason. 
And also, I have to mention uh, Nick and Matt, again, no last names given. Um, they uh, have listened to every single episode uh, and uh, from the very beginning and have uh, provided feedback. Uh, Nick, uh, I even uh, with Nick it did a audio like interview, like an interview, an actual fan of the show, which I just think is just uh, I thought was an amazing, uh, amazing thing. Like the the fact that he he felt so passionate that he wanted to talk about the show <laughs> and uh, and actually appear on the show, which I think is just is just awesome. Um, and Matt, um, who was uh, a big follower of uh, a passionate follower of the uh, contest slash clash of champions segment. Um, and uh, he he yeah, he had he had some he, he disagreed with some of the decisions that were made and uh, yeah, you know was uh, our buzzword of the day passionate <laughs> passionately responded uh, to uh, to some of the ones that he disagreed with which I thought was was awesome I mean that's that's cool um, and uh, he he made some very very valid points uh, and yeah, some of them did not so valid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah so um, so thanks also thanks to every, basically everybody who listened and um, and uh, to those pe- people in particular. Now it has been revealed to me that I've missed some people from our list of shoutouts. Yeah, uh, we, we 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 missed young Cam Cam Winston. Oh no, that's a this is, that's a disgrace. <laughs> oh, so a couple Cam. of people I did say right I did in my defence I did say at the start if I've missed somebody. So a couple of people that as in interviews slash guests on the podcast itself we had yeah. uh, you had Cam Winston <laughs> from. Uh, from America, who's uh, uh, Bo's cousin, yes? Uh, yeah, he's my cousin. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, know, you forgot Bo's cousin. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> Bo. More importantly, Bo forgot Bo's cousin. That's there. Why, Bo, why wouldn't you say something? Oh, don't put the blame on Bo here. You forgot Bo's cousin, man. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I'm just ready to handball the blame. Um, he was uh, his uh, interesting uh, podcasting career himself. He's, he was inspired uh, by Bo uh, in, in order to be a podcaster himself. And uh, He's hilarious. And, uh, yeah, appeared oh, on the okay. show. And, and it was it was great to have him for his, like, he's... He's like his teenage enthusiasm. And, awesome. uh, yeah, he was really, really cool. Um, and uh, we also forgot um, Silhouette, who is, uh, uh, Crystal has reminded me in terms of the cosplayers that we that we interviewed uh, on NCP TV. Uh, but Silhouette was actually here as a guest on the show mm. um, and uh, reviewed a, uh, a fantasy novel. Was it was Drizzt, wasn't it? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's a Drizzt, yeah. yeah, something to do with Drizzt. And, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and she's awesome. She's, uh, yeah. She's not only a friend in real life, but also you know a fan of the show stuff, so. and, and, a, and a, a very famous cosplayer. And I have a list of uh, people we interviewed for NCP TV. Yeah, our offshoot. I can't uh, believe I didn't mention it. it's a disgrace. Uh, we had, I mean, NCP grew and become uh, the video part of it, which was NCP TV. And uh, yeah, the people. That, uh, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe I actually missed. Many, it. many of these are from uh, from Comic Con in New York. Um, Although Mike McCone, we did twice. You're, yeah, Mike McCone. So that is, that takes so that takes me back to my favourite interview moments. Yeah. Mike McCone, I interviewed at um, one of the Aussie cons, you know, Supernova or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we actually bumped into him again in New York Comic Con. And not only did he remember me, but he actually sassed me. Yeah, you couldn't believe you were married. Yeah. He's, <laughs> so he's, he's like, he's like, oh, and he's and he's my wife. You know, he introduced Crystal before we actually, and he's like. You're married? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> stupid enough to marry you. And that was awesome. <laughs> it's, oh, it's pretty yeah. Then we um, had uh, Jeff Darrow, Dominic or Domo Stanton. Ah, Domo. Yep. Uh, Mike Choi. Great ass, great, great ass. Yeah. He was just recently here at um, Oscar Comic Con. 
the awesome Peter David, who was, I was so stoked to see at um, Comic-Con because, like, finally somebody I knew who he was. Funny enough you say that, but your experience with Peter David is completely different yeah. to our experience. We know we've had different work, not, yeah. The, yeah. not the, the novels of the Star Trek oh, times. That he I, I told him that I quite liked his... Um, New Frontier Star Trek novels. He, was, he seemed pleased with it. Um, <laughs> Kevin Maguire. Awesome. Who I got a commission from? Um, Magnificent commission. I've got Mike McCone done again because we did it twice. Yeah. Um, Eric Larson, who was he was really nice. He gave us a little toy. Yeah. Yeah. Which still has a little sock puppet toy. Awesome. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Sock monkey. Uh, Fred Van Lente and Joe Eisma. Yeah. Joe's cool. Joe, the uh, the artist from Morning Glories, who did you know? I was going to say that's that's a pretty impressive lineup of comic artists yeah, that you uh, for, you got for the, for the TV show. Yeah, for the NCP TV split off, and uh, and NCP TV, uh, I think will is uh, will actually continue on. So I've got a another video project uh, in the in the works at the moment. I don't want to spill too much right now, but I'll plug it. I'll plug it. It's. Uh, it involves... it's, it's sizzling it. Oh, I'm sizzling it. Yeah, <laughs> you're you become obsessed with that term. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, it does involve uh, Star Wars extra miniatures in some way. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. Because <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> because you've moved on to your new nerd obsession. <laughs> it's David, a bit ridiculous. David has gotten my sister addicted to the game. <laughs> oh no, it's awesome. <laughs> you've, you've tried to get us all addicted to the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, Bo, have you got anything you want to uh, chuck in? Some of my favorite memories from the show I wrote down are uh, the episode episode eighty six where we did Bane versus Bane and contest the champions. <laughs> Bane versus uh, Bane, yeah, Bane from the, from Bane from the Dark Knight uh, versus Bane from World of Warcraft. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, and we decided that they were so similar that we had to um, come up with D and D rules and actually roll dice. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's, that's like taking your nerddom to the extreme. I love it. We had real time die rolling. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And it's, it's this very hastily added a, a, a rule system. <laughs> awesome. and, it was, and it was funny because it was like really all on the honor system because we couldn't see each other's dice. <laughs> I think um, my favorite contest of champions was the Deadpool one who um, made an appearance himself, but funnily enough, sounded an awful lot like David. <laughs> <laughs> Like unlike Luke, I'm not known for my for my mimicry, <laughs> my voices. That doesn't really work. Um, also, um, episode seventy four with the Xenomorphs versus the Borg. Oh, oh yeah. that was cool. Yeah, that was one of my favorite banners to do. Actually, I, I Borgified a Xenomorph. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just I've had a blast doing the whole thing, and I can't believe how long I've done it today. Today I went back to see how long it's been. I, I looked at all the past episodes on the website, hmm. and um, it's almost been—it's been over two years that I've been doing the show with you guys. Yeah, yeah. well, you, you joined full time in episode sixty-two, so yeah, More than half. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm still reeling from the fact that it's been five years <laughs> or seven. <laughs> Has anybody it, got it feels like seven. It feels like seven. <laughs> oh, now I've got to cut that. I can't leave that in. I was going to cut it out. I, um, I was going to say, in reference to um, Crystal, that was a great clip show you did. Oh, thank you. Earlier on, um, and you know, we actually haven't talked about you know what just how valuable you've been to the group here. Oh, um, you. Not, basically, um, your quiet reservedness, your determinate, but your unwavering determination to stand your ground and not, um, 
and not just a quiz to our demands, but also your ability to rein us in when we need to as well. So to keep mm-hmm. us on track, um, to not um, get in our way when we're on, but when we're clearly going off on too much of a tangent. Um, you know your incisiveness and your um, your actually your surprising wit. A lot of people probably when they first meet you probably don't find that just let's go how funny you are. That's actually one of the things I learned on the show that I think I can be quite funny. Yeah, no, you can be you can be very funny, but people obviously wouldn't because you're quite, you're quite a quiet person. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, when you actually do get going, you're actually quite um, quite witty. So um, just wanted to actually address that balance a little bit too. Um, Thank you, Luke. <laughs> and I just want to say too, um, the clip shows that you put together, awesome. Yeah. Like you, you managed to sift through so much of our waffling and find just the absolute key bit. But also, I, the, the banners you do yeah. are just so impressive and such a fantastic visual representation of every episode. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, no, it, it, I've always sort of like jumped onto Facebook to see when the new banners go up because, yeah, they're just fantastic. If I could blush, I'd be blushing right now. <laughs> I don't blush. No. Really? No, you there's, there's no blush. blush You're physically capable of blushing? I don't. Pinch your cheeks. I just don't blush. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I leave all the blushing to Dave. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, that's, well, that's what it's I was going to... I was basically going to end the show on that, but that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's... it's uh, well, you're, we, you're awesome. We started out the show. I was called Token Girl, but I've never ever felt like the Token Girl. Yeah, that was that was our attempt at comedy. <laughs> that was our that early was, attempts at comedy. No, that was your attempt at comedy. <laughs> there was no need to make it personal because <laughs> we've never done that on the show before. Why would I stop now? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want it to sort of turn into a, a big uh, a big love fest, but I, I but. We will. It's. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I stand by. I was basically going to say all those things, in there, but I'm, I'm glad that it was actually other people that did. Is yeah. It's, um, yeah. Your contributions are beyond count, and uh, thank you. You're welcome. If I wasn't already married to you, I would marry. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking people. <laughs> um, and yeah. So, as, as if if anybody doesn't have anything they want to end on, I oh, just that uh, quick like for um, Bo's last episode I never heard of what he said about us and I thought that was very sweet Bo and we love you too yep oh thank you East, East, ECN season 16 episode 16 uh, Bo uh, had a little a little message for us and uh, yeah very there sweet. actually was really misty eyes yeah <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty amazing stuff so yeah um, yeah so I just, I just well, it's just it's, I get, that's it that's, that's the end of uh, episode 200 it's, it's been uh an amazing journey, um, five to seven years journey, uh, depending on what you talk to. And <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> Maths is not my strong suit. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what, what we can say that we haven't already said. It's just it's been amazing the, the time that I've spent um, with everybody here um, is awesome. I love you all. Uh, even though I said Richard was my was my best friend in the world. Luke's my sexiest friend, <laughs> and uh, and meeting new friends. I mean, the fact that we uh, uh, sort of touching on what Bo said before, the fact that we now have an actual dear friend, not just someone we just talk to, just it's just someone, an actually uh, someone I consider an actual friend for life um, in another part of the world that I would never have ever known, uh, just amazes me. Um, so thank you, Bo, for uh, just for being you and uh, for mm-hmm. everything you've contributed to the show. Man, thank you guys so much. Um, <gasps> Becca was on the show too. Oh, Becca was on Film Flan. <laughs> no, no, she was on the Oscar, on the New York Comic Con show. Oh, if you count that, yeah. 
Oh, and Becca. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Becca. What a way wow, to you, you, are, you are really, like, messing up this uh, whole bow part of the... I had a disclaimer at the start. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, Look, I guess... if, if Bo forgives you... <laughs> We'll forgive you. <laughs> I guess that pretty much sums up the the, the style of the show right there. And there. <laughs> uh, despite, uh, as Crystal pointed out, by many hours of trying to put this show together, you know, I make mistakes. <laughs> You're only human. I'm only human. Look, it, it, there was a lot that we covered in 200 episodes. Yeah, That's really what I think what it comes down to. So many people, so many topics that we covered, so yeah. many books we read, films we saw, just comics that's it. tv just there's, yeah. there's it's a lot to try and cover in new friends spending time with, with current friends learning new things mm. meeting new people Friends. experiencing new parts of life personal growth and you know and personal growth as well learning that you know the skills that that each of us sort of contribute is it's been amazing so thank you very much uh to everybody who's listened who's ever ever listened if you only if you only ever listened to one episode um that means a lot that would be this episode then well yes (laughs) (laughs) sorry you'll have to go back to the start Uh, i do i actually do have professional podcaster on my resume and uh, that's obviously a lie (laughs) total lies um and thanks to the crew uh it's it's, this will be our our final uh patented sort of end of the the podcast thing so we'll see how let's see how special people make it Bro, you'll be last, so you got time to think about something. <laughs> I got to think about something good. Like this is the last one. It's the last one. <laughs> yeah. So let's see how it goes. All right. That's it from me and the crew, Crystal. You know we got to reach out first. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Yes. yes. In fact, you have done. You know, a hundred episodes or more of coming to me first, and you've decided on the last episode to change everything. I'm just, I'm just trying to mix it up. On the last episode. All right. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it for me. <laughs> Richard. I'm now going to use the term smoochy smoochy every time I see it. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. And Luke. To those who think that Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies are entertaining movies. To those who think that Michael Bay is an excellent filmmaker. To those who think... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a television series well worth your time and effort. To those who think that Arnott's new and improved barbecue shapes are the snack of choice, you are wrong. <laughs> and that's, the, that's the first and only time we said it this episode. I know. I think it was implied with Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> that started Warcraft review. It was hilarious. And uh, Crystal. And yeah, it's good night from him. <laughs> And last but definitely not least, the amazing Bo. And then there was nothing. You've been listening to NCP. If you have any feedback, please go to nerdculturepodcast.com forward slash contact us where you will find a list of the many different ways you can interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for being a part of our crew. 